Welcome to Pixel Hunt Podcast. I'm Dan, and I'm your worst nightmare. <laughs> we know that. I'm Mark, and what are you pushing me for? I didn't do nothing to you. I'm Sol, and... <laughs> which I believe is what he does. Okay. Well, who? Who does? Well, let's get onto that in a minute. Welcome to Pixel Podcast, where a bunch of idiots going by the name of Pixel Podcast. What we like to do is to deep dive and analyse games one letter at a time for this first series, season, or world one, if you like. We are covering the Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES, or Famicom, as it was known in Japan. Japan. Going from A to Z, this episode, or world one, stage 18, if you like, we're up to the letter R. R. And for letter R, for us at least, means... Rambo! Are we going to analyse Rambo? We are good. In his arse. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure John would let you do that. Never but know. before we get on to Rambo... Why are you pushing against me, man? <laughs> why are you pushing back? Um, let's have a quick catch-up. See what we've been doing since we all... All three of us last met. Tomato ketchup. Go on, Sol, you... Go. Okay, I have finished Carry On, because I believe we covered that a couple of episodes ago. Short enough to enjoy, and it's uh, gruesome enough to enjoy. <laughs> Is that your tagline for your penis as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tightly <laughs> sex tape. Yeah. Short enough to enjoy all 15 seconds of it. Uh, I enjoyed that thoroughly. I have just for my birthday, Daniel over there bought me Luigi's Mansion Under Toi for Le Nintendo Switch. And yeah, my kid's got this and never plays it. It looks good though. Well, I thought I should probably go back to the original Luigi's Mansion that I've not finished in 20 years or about 1980. The one on the GameCube. The one on the GameCube. Is it 20 years old? 2001, 2002, it says on the split screen. What's that game? Well, I thought. I don't know why I stopped playing it way way back when, but because it was too hard. <laughs> no, it's not particularly difficult. And no, it's, it's not. I, think I, I f- hit a wall with it. I, re- I seem to remember. Once you once you nailed the flashlight and then Hoover and drag him around. Yeah, yeah. I'm going back to it. It's still got my original save on the memory card. No way. Oh, yeah. read it. It still lives. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, nice. And um, if you've played it, you've played it where you Hoover. You can pick up fire and ice and water, can't you? Yes. And spray them on different ghosts. I didn't even get that. So that's how far I got. Right. You didn't get very far then, Not did you? really, not at all. I didn't realise you could warp in mirrors by taking it with, oh, your right, game, really? with your game by horror. Oh, wow. So um, I basically played it. There was. <laughs> played it from start. If you had a Game Boy Advance and the link cable, you could use the Game Boy Advance, plug it into the GameCube at the time, and some nifty stuff would come up on the um, Game Boy Advance, I no, believe. there were some cool little things like that. There were one on um, Zelda as well, that little weird guy that you have to go find tingle in. yeah they were they were a thing that you had with him Fuzzy as well. tingle time yeah a little green dude yeah that's him so yeah i finished that i like really it? enjoyed it yeah it, it were it runs out of steam i think towards the end the first one hmm. well i've not played two so i'm going to pick up two on the 3ds i'm going to call into cex i've got it if you want to lend it yeah 
Well, I figured it's 12 quid or something, I might as well just go pick it up. 12 quid still for a game that's probably, what, 10 years old? It's or new. is it starting to get to the point where it's retro and getting expensive? It's Nintendo, bro. Uh, yeah. So, no, I enjoyed it. It was good. It was good. Um, film? No. Series? I, music? I've not watched any TV or films. I started watching um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia because you guys keep banging on about it. <laughs> but I have listened to, and I can highly recommend, Declan McKenna's album called Zeros, which is his second. He's only 21. I wanted to see him when we went to Sounds Glastonbury. Sounds like a lot of nothing to me. In 2015. He was about 16, yeah. 17. He did that song about football or something in Brazil. Brazil, yeah, yeah. about the corruption. And, yeah. But Good. it's the Strokes, it's T-Rex, it's Supergrass, it's Bowie, Bowie. It's <laughs> it's all these things without being in throw to it. So you don't listen and go, nice. oh God, he's just ripping everybody off. He sounds like himself and it's really good. So get on that, music fans. Sounds like something I'd actually enjoy. You send well, a lot of music. List. <clears throat> yeah, you send a lot of music and sometimes I listen to it and go... Okay, if you, some, it's if you want some, it's a bit much. This. If you want some interesting dance music and left field pop, you can listen to Kellyanne Owens' album that came out a few weeks ago. That's also really good. You probably won't like that. Try Excellent. that. Yeah. But any, 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 any more recommendations of things I won't like? But that's me. <laughs> that's that's me in terms of gaming and, and fun times. So what about you? Have you watched more Always Sunny? Yes. Have you got to the water park one yet? No. Oh my god! Right, season, okay. We're on season ten. I've just, oh, you're not far off. Then. Just watched um, Ass Kickers Club, and um, that's the episode right. where Dennis tries to get Mac to stop eating his mint thins by just inventing some club that <laughs> is all about fitness. And Mac is like, "Yeah, I'm big into that." And they've just played um, uh, Charlie McDennis too. Oh, right. That's Bugle. a really that's good one. <laughs> that was funny. That I'm on to the second series. Are you? Which is when DeVito turns up in it as Frank. Yeah. Yes. And then uh, when they're in the wheelchair pretending to be disabled. I know it's something you've seen in IT crowd and everybody. It's, no, it's a common comedy yeah. staple, but still when he gets those hookers back to his, the good to his apartment and he gets, what's the other guy called? The, the quite Charlie. Small. Charlie gets locked out because he takes over his apartment. Yeah. Yeah. It's very uh, funny. You've got funny. a lot to come from that. I, I'm kind of jealous that you're going to watch them all, and I've only just recently watched it. But it'd be, it'd be nice to wipe my mind and go back to them. <clears throat> but yeah, watched watched some more of that, so that was good. Uh, I have been on holiday as well. Ooh. Ooh. Well, the government decided we could go to Portugal, didn't they? Well, last year we booked a holiday to Portugal, and the week before we were due to go, we're all sat there going, "Oh, it's going to get cancelled. It's going to get cancelled." And then the government went go to Portugal now so they opened it on the Friday we went the following Friday for two weeks and then they announced the day before we came back they were locking it down again so they so opened it up so just you for just, me yes for your own Did little you feel special window of joy yeah I feel even more special than now that's good isn't it that was that was good but whilst I was out there I um, almost broke my leg which was fun Why, what were you well doing? I was doing backflips in a pool then I tanked half a bottle of rum and went to do another one and you know when you <laughs> don't drink and swim that's what they say when you've got just yeah. your toes on the edge and, you, and you're about to jump well my feet slipped off the edge and twatted your shins and I, I twatted both my shins oh man and luckily because I was trying to go backwards I went like that through my head back otherwise I'd have been face, teeth, chin yeah. all in it's that worse than mm. when you had a BMX and spinning the pedal and it hitting your shin Ooh, that was, that yeah. Was pain, yeah. yeah because I weigh 16 and a half stone and a bike pedal probably doesn't and that's no I don't know though that can smack them <laughs> shins <somewhere. laughs> especially when I had them teeth on pedals yeah they entered oh, some they, weird uh, vortex yeah. where uh, height to weight ratios were no longer a thing 
So, so that was fun. Um, so did that destroy your gaming opportunities then? Or no, did you take it, a means of playing a game with well, you? I took my Switch with me uh, and I started playing Astral Chain on the flight home. And What's it like on small screen? Looks good. It looks crisp. That, that Switch screen is really good. It is really it's, good. But it's, yeah, I've had a bit of a go on this because my kids got it. It is quite good, isn't it? first five minutes, you're dashing through tunnels and stuff on a bike. Like, this is Acura Police Edition. It's just it's just crazy Japanese. And then you've got a forty five hour tutorial. Then, oh god, you? yeah. And then I've gone through the tutorial <laughs> yeah. and then turned it off. So I'll have forgotten how to play it. That tutorial, how big's that tutorial? It's too big. It's, it's, yeah. it's absolutely ridiculous. So, like, will this ever end? I will have forgotten how to play it when I come back to it. <laughs> I've been playing some more Outer Wilds, and I've found out An expansion just come out for that. What? No, <laughs> Outer Worlds. We'll, we'll do it every Outer episode. We're we? doing it again. Outer Wilds. I've just found the key. I think I need to set the vessel off to warp to the eye of the universe but I think I don't know if that it's going to power up because I went there and I put some keys in and have, it didn't do a lot have either of you tried on that game yet at the very beginning you see a little piece of something a shard of something fly off yeah but, um, and it lands somewhere on that planet you're on I've just been spending hours trying to find that it lands on your home planet? Yeah, somewhere. What does it? Because uh, yes. when, when you wake up and you're looking up at the moon or I'm assuming it do that that's what I've been looking for <laughs> well, it look, you look up and you see that fire don't you yeah. little blue thing yeah, yeah. well it goes in a different direction every time oh does it yeah because mm. they're searching for the eye of the universe of the Naomi mm. uh, and no, each I can't loop to story plot no you're not, you're not ruining I'm not ruining it each loop is them firing different things but, but yeah, I'll, yeah I'll get back into that again when I go away properly because it's it's one that runs nicely on the laptop yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really enjoying it, but I'm getting to, and now I'm getting to the point where I've explored so many things. I'm kind of getting up to a bit of a brick wall, and I'm getting frustrated. I want to get to finish it, but I can't. I know where I need to go. Yeah. So that was my gaming, films. I didn't watch any films on holiday, but since I come back, I've gone film mad. Okay. So we finished the last half an hour of Man of Steel, which is really, exceptional. Yeah, really yeah. enjoyed it. Went straight on to Batman versus Superman. All through that, I'm thinking, God, Batman's a dick. Yeah. Batman's such a dick. But I can see why he's been a dick. Did, he's dick I can see Did you watch the director's cut one? Yes, that was God. like three hours have you, long. Yeah, yeah, have you God. read it? No. Have you read it, Marco? No. Oh, it was a because, graphic novel. Yeah, because he's basically Superman's out of control, so they yeah. bring him in. Well, oh, the, sorry, Batman. Oh, I forgot what it is. But yeah, but he's got a point, <laughs> Annie, because Superman's like young, naive, and never had to fight anyone before. He, he, he ends up destroying half a metropolis yeah. in the process of killing Zod, doesn't he? Yeah. So, so Batman's and, looking and he, around going, what the fuck has that dick done? Yeah. And he's, yeah he's, we need he's, to stop him. He doesn't like that he's, he chooses as and when he can save people. And, yeah. Yeah. And I, I quite liked um, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, I thought he was quite good yeah, as well. Yeah, I thought it was quite good. Control freak weirdo mm. uh, enjoyed that then we went on to what else have we watched Suicide Squad uh, it's a bit flat isn't it yeah it's not great is it? No, if it, like, you can the, tell it's been sanitised when the action yeah. was going on I was like yeah I mean we're 15 excited. in England but we're PG-13 wasn't it in America was and it? I think they must have sanitised it down I just didn't find it exciting at yeah all. I didn't either I it was just, there was just something missing and uh, a lot of people moaned about Jared Leto's Joker but I thought he was the best thing about it I loved his Joker it was um, I thought it was great I don't it think there was enough of him in it no, there wasn't no. but every scene he were in was the best thing a minute, <laughs> but yeah, it was good because he were like totally unhinged. One, yeah, it was a bit weird. That's about it, really. Well, at my side, I have actually played some games. Ooh. Um, I got the PC part of Horizon um, Zero Dawn, yes. Oh, right. So I'd hit a wall on that on the PlayStation. That gorilla made. 
Killzone that came out early on the PlayStation. And I remember that being really horrifically hard. I think I was probably playing it on hard, but it were hard. And then I got, I hit a wall on Horizon on the PlayStation. And then the fan noise on the PlayStation just did me head in every time I turned it on. So I never went back to it. <laughs> so, but it was good to start it again. And when I started it again, I wasn't rushing and I paid a bit more attention and I played it differently and made it my bitch and it were really enjoyable. So instead of just like tear assing through it like I did the first time, I was going out with a bit more strategy and setting traps and stuff like that. And actually it wasn't that hard and it was a lot more interesting for playing it in that way, approaching something and planning it out before you did it rather than just tear assing in and hoping for best. There's some time of pressure. Isn't there? I've got this game, I've got to complete it so yeah. I can get on to the next game and you have to wallow in something sometimes. Yeah, too. but yeah, so I really, really enjoyed that and I got Project has three which is a game of two halves really on a control pad it's brilliant particularly if you're a pc gamer and you haven't got drive club or uh, project gotham then it's for you because it's drive club and project gotham the unfortunate thing is i bought it primarily for vr and it's actually a step back from project cars 2 in vr so the it runs worse the graphics are worse the draw distance is worse there's some weird depth of field thing going on where when the cars get to a certain distance they look like they've been rubbed in vaseline so i thought this can't be right that's not normal that's <laughs> so i took project cars 3 and project cars 2 and I went in a Mitsubishi Lancer 2006 around Bannockbury in Scotland. It's a complete direct side-by-side comparison. Both of them maxed out graphics-wise. And if you were to say to someone, which is Project Cars 2 and which is Project Cars 3, you would pick Project Cars 2 as the most recent one by a country mile. So it's a bit of a bit of an unfortunate. So, what, so what's happened there? Then? Why did that? Um, well, they've been bought by Codemasters, haven't they? Oh, slightly uh, mad. Uh, slightly mad, have. Uh, and I, I kind of think they've they dumbed it down a bit and focused really more on the controller because the other thing that you find is you go to play it online and the other thing with the other Project Cars games is you always at the edge with a wheel, always, because that level of precision that you could get with a wheel that you couldn't get with a controller. And now because they've dumbed it down a bit with the controller, it still feels the same with the wheel, by the way. They haven't they haven't ruined it with the wheel, but what they've done now is you just get your ass handed to you online because it's so easy with a controller just to smash the cars around that you, you can't compete. Um, so that's annoying. And then obviously the other thing that uh, gave you another edge with the other one was the VR. Um, so yeah, so I've played them. Um, Film-wise, the devil all the time. Robert Pattinson, Tom Holland. Oh, yeah, that's your Netflix film. Netflix thing. film. With the World War II Vietnam flashback Absolutely struggles. exceptional. It's supposed to be very good. Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's worth something else I can not watch. What, Netflix? No, I just, I just don't <laughs> seem to unlock time. Um, so, yeah, that was that. And then I think that's it. I, I brought my ribs um, at um, Jiu-Jitsu. Have got, got, got spare ribs? Now? I got a knee dropped by someone who were about 22 stone, so I'm in a great deal of pain right now. Mm. But... You know, I'll do it usual. I'll wank my way out of it. It'll be fine. That's how you'll break more. <laughs> more ribs. Yeah. I will the way I do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that's it. I don't think I have anything else interesting oh, to I film. forgot to mention, I picked up Hyperlite Drifter for about £2.50 on Steam. Yeah. Which I'm thoroughly enjoying. Have you bought Thumper? It's uh, it's, cur- it's currently discounted on the Switch, isn't it? I saw it four and a half quid. No, don't get it on fucking Switch. You, uh-huh. uh, no, you want, uh, you want it like on a big massive screen like really loud boom don't like boom. Bambi and rabbits okay then yeah <laughs> so what I got a new arcade cab uh, I can see it over there in yeah. the corner in pieces it from, needs some rescuing 
Yes, it's... Uh, thank so, you. So yeah, well yeah, done. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> it's an old electric car in MIDI <laughs> from... Uh, For those who are watching in black and white, it's um, the, it's a rescue cab. Yeah, the game was called Rescue. Nintendo Arcade Alex's uh, cab, which he's sold to me. He Why? just needs a new stick on it. Why didn't he want it? Did he get barred rescue? Uh, I think Alex, if well, he does listen, I think he just wants dedicated. He doesn't want a jammer. He just, or, oh, is that a jammer? He just wants... Uh, it, yeah, it's wired for jammer, but electric cars have their own bespoke wiring. <laughs> okay. But no, it, it, Alex is into his dedicated, is into his defenders, his Robotrons, his, his dedicated cabs. That's what you're doing, it. You sell one to fund the next. Is that what you turn into a Wonderboy? I think so, Wonderboy or Sky Kid, I think. Right, and then Daniel. That's that then, is it? Is that, is that us covered off? I think so. Up? Right yeah. then. Right, boring gets out, we? Well, you are. I know. This is the game. The game that we've been playing. <laughs> So Rambo. Yay! Rambo. Actually, I forgot to tell you, I also watched Rambo. Oh, I did as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did as well. I've never <laughs> seen before this podcast. I've never seen it. I hadn't. Um, it's good, don't it? And I'd, I'd, I'd originally watched the bit where he gets arrested and falling asleep, so I'd, I'd managed about 20 minutes. But I really enjoyed it. First I Blood. It was so really... you've watched First Blood? And First Blood Part 2. Ah, okay. Which is this. After I'd played this. Right. So I went and watched Rambo, really enjoyed it, and that is the story of a man who doesn't get a sandwich. So that's (laughs) what happens. He turns up, all he wants is something to eat, and this guy kicks him out of town, and then he goes batshit crazy and shoots everything up. So if you get hangry... So less than 20 women listening, happen. you need to feed your man. Otherwise, um, it's going to shoot up. <laughs> only women on, can cook, obviously. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it, yeah. You're a misogynist. Um, of the Rambos, though, yeah. the most recent two are the best two. Are they? Well, I watched First Blood Parts. Well, no, hang on. I didn't. I went and played Rambo, and I went, what the fuck is this? This no. is not Rambo. But it seemed to have some storyline right. to it. So I went to watch First Blood Part 2, yeah. which I didn't think was as good. And they started dropping cheesy I, lines in there. I thought it, it was it. quite faithful to the film because I loved the bit in the film where the flying <clears throat> skulls came out and he got attacked by a pelican. Well, yeah, we'll spoilers. cover that. Hashtag spoilers. We'll, we'll cover that. But <laughs> the, the bit where he's in the plane and he goes to jump out and then he's caught and, yeah. he, and she complains that he's late and he went, I got caught up. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's 80s, isn't it? it Whereas need... at least... The original First Blood. First Blood's an exceptional film. It's really, really good. It's a man struggling after being a Vietnam. You know, there's a realism to it. It's got something. And And then second and third one are cartoons, effectively. When he breaks down at police station, he's like, and he's a car and he's on his legs. It's really good though, isn't it? It taps into that post-Vietnam, late 70s, like Deliverance has got that. Yeah, yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, all those films where you can sense that it's kind of a, the, the, the groovy 70s are unravelling a bit. Yeah, mm. it's all, all going a and bit And then wrong. you go to the 80s. And like, but yeah, the second and third one are just popcorn shite, aren't they? And then the most recent two are very, 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 very good. The and most, very violent, the, aren't they? The incredibly violent. <laughs> the most, most recent one is fucking amazing. It's basically Rambo doing Home Alone. It's Absolutely Rambo brilliant. Rambo Malone. Yeah, Rambo Malone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Black Betty, Rambo Malone. I did like Colonel Sam Troutman. Yeah. He, he's, he's such a brilliant character. When when they're on, a go, on about going to get him, and they've got, I think he stands a chance against my 200 men. If you're going to take that many men, don't overlook one thing. And he goes, oh yeah, what's that? 
a good supply of body bags. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Sam Troutman. <laughs> he was brilliant. But anyway. Yeah, so go on. What, go on so go what on. game did we play? Yeah. We played Rambo. First Blood Part 2. This is but the game. It's not called First Blood Rambo Part 2, is it? It's yes. just called Rambo. No, it's Rambo First Blood Part 2. Where's the film or the game? That is the game. The, both of them. The game does does it? it yes, that? but you know the title screen just says Rambo. Ah, uh, God, the title, the box art says Rambo First Blood Part Two. Does it? Yes. In okay. the states, the Famicom cartridge just says Rambo. Ah, okay. But so anyway, yeah. Anyway, it's clearly tied to the movie. It is clearly too tied to the closely. Movie. Yeah, in some ways, <laughs> in parts, so, and then nowhere near closely <laughs> enough in others. It was originally produced by Packing Video, who also did Rambo, Super Rambo, Super Rambo Special, all RPGs for the MSX, and Night Rider for Famicom. They like their eighties. I do Tell like my kind of company. It's a side-scrolling adventure game released on the December the 4th, 1987 in Japan, Japan and May the 24th, 1988 in North America. It's allegedly based on the film Rambo First Blood Part 2, which came out a few years previously. You begin with... Uh, Colonel Troutman, who gives you the option to begin the mission or not. <laughs> right, yeah. Otherwise, you yeah. can just spend your time loitering around prison no, for as the, long as you me- want. It says, do you want to go on this mission or not? You or go- do you want to stay in jail? Because that's the opening scene of the film, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Up yeah. The, the, the wire fence is like, you want to get out, Rambo, Rambo, like, like eating rocks. So you have the option to say, yes, Colonel, let's go. Oh, or no, not. I'm going to stay so here. So if you go, I'm going to stay here. You can, you can. You could just be stuck there. Yeah, in that menu. In yeah. that, no, just in that menu. No, no, yeah. he, goes, he goes back to prison. You have no. to go back and ask him again. No. I didn't click no. I, I did no. click no. I clicked, I clicked no a few times and he was just like, well, Oh, no, he have does. His face just game? stays there. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, you're right. He just keeps repeating himself. So if you don't want enough. to go, you just play Rambo the menu. Yeah. It, should, it should just come up and say the end. Yeah. <laughs> Reset. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So eventually you've got to pick yes, otherwise you don't go anywhere. So the enemies that you encounter, once you've managed to talk to Troutman and you talk to, uh, what's he called? Well, the fir- first version I played were Japanese. That's why it's just reminded me that I did get stuck in that loop because I couldn't read any of words. And I was just tapping <laughs> it's away. quite interesting. When it starts, it scrolls up all um, John Rambo's vital statistics. Like his biog. Yeah, 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 like his half German, half Indian. Yeah. yeah. That's a hell of a mix. Because in the film, that's what he does. He reads he his, does Murdoch uh, his reads sheet out, often. He? he does Murdoch to yeah. him. Yes. Mm. Yeah. See. So, too close. So you've been is, playing it twenty minutes, and you're on the first two opening scenes of the film. Yeah. So, and you've and Troutman in the film goes, "We've got all this machinery. Don't you know? Don't rely on your on your hands." And he says that in the in the um, yeah. game as well. Oh, don't don't be. You've got to use all the weapons we give you. Says so right, okay. And he says, "Go get your weapons." What a pointless thing. Yeah. Because you, you, you don't. You just walk off and you walk back. And what really annoyed me. I'll come on to this later. He tells you, "Off you go." Look for the uh, direction. Look for your where you need to go Armory. on your map. Does he say on your map? It does, and he says that in the film as well. It has his board in the helicopter, on the the plane rather, just before he's flying. The, the look for the POW camp on your map. You so so they've gone mm. close to the film, but obviously I hadn't seen the film at that point. So I'm pressing every button in the and trying to bring a map up. There yeah, isn't a map. map. So when anyway. he's told to go and take photos. Yeah, yeah. He tells him in the game, "Go take photos." Yeah, as well. it does, it's, yeah. It yeah, is yeah, it very does. authentic it, it, uh, to yeah. the game. It's just like a dumbed-down version of the script. Then you get into the game, and you got to fight bees, snakes, <laughs> more snakes, spiders. Bats. And in fairness to the film, when he first lands it after his does. after his troubled uh, uh, parachute 
He grabs a snake by the neck and looks at it really angrily. And that's the only bird or snake or anything he comes in yeah. contact with, isn't he? Yeah, that's it. There's so they think, well, he fights, he, he he holds fights a snake. the snake. Let's chuck him some snakes in. So Drop yeah, snakes. You've got snakes and spiders and bats and flying skulls for some reason. Piranhas and demonic flamingos. Yeah. Those flamingos, those pink pelican things. Pelican flamingo things. The, yeah. And then they kind of just stab at you like they've gone and, uh, really mad. And and I would, good. though. There were tigers in it as in well. In its defense. Ti- yeah, lions, if someone tigers. said to me, Have you seen that bit in Rambo where he kicks fuck out of that pelican? I would love <laughs> to <laughs> see that. Well, that's, like, that's, no, <laughs> that's in the director's cut. Yeah. So you go meet Co, your uh, Thai friend who's helping you out. You get on a boat. And you can't get on the boat if you don't have coal with you. Yeah, you go. I went to the boat. Yeah, first this is where went. the sort of action, almost point and clicky type mechanics come into this game. There's certain little walls that you hit where, unless you're using the right item or you've triggered the right thing, yeah, it, we, you just hit a you wall, have to do don't you? But you're so not you have to do to things go. in a certain order. If you're yeah. a stranger, yeah. yeah. So you have to not be a stranger. Yeah. So you go with car to the boat to the camp to rescue the POWs but they have you rescue a child which is not the film. in the film it's not in the film and this is what confused me because I hadn't seen the film so when I started watching the film I'm like at what point is he going to go rescue the kid that's in the cave <laughs> which never happens no it doesn't happen so, no. but this spoilers this game is really long mm. right, right. I didn't get much further than this kid in the cave you go so, into the cave and it's dark so, but and why, then why? Um, I didn't get a source of light I got a lamp right but why put this extra bit in the I game's, no idea. the game's Long More enough. than long enough. Yeah. You don't need to fabricate a child abduction scenario with <laughs> big spider child abduction scenario. Sorry, go on. <laughs> so then Co tells you to go rescue the POW. You rescue him and return to the boat where they all turn on you, just like in the film. Um, this is as far as I got. That's as far as I got as well. Note take a uh, Gil Senior over here. As far as he got. Go to the landing zone, captured by Russians, players caught to rescue Rambo, escape the village, Co dies, make your way through the enemy base, rescue a second POW, toss grenade at the gunship, the end. Yeah. And in terms of a game, it, them, it looks like Fazanadu. <clears throat> uh, no, does. it's Zelda 2. Yeah. Is it? Zelda I don't know because I've never played Zelda 2. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. He throws daggers. Right. Like John Rambo. Right. Uh, at no point does he throw in a dagger. In and out of houses. Film. No, I know. It's ridiculous. He uses, he uses his um, bow and arrow a lot. A lot, yeah. So as you go, as you get, once you get past those first few stages and um, the enemies are f- uh, replaced with humans mm. with the strangest jumping arc, they'll do karate, they'll either shoot you or they'll do a karate kick towards you. And it's done, the arc is in such a way that you can't hit it. Right. If, if you mistime it, it the, the, the enemy lands on top of does, you. Does it feel like Zelda 2 in terms of controls? Because the controls, to, in its defense, were quite fluid. It felt nice to play. Well, yeah, it didn't feel clunky It felt like shit. a Nez side-scroller, like, like you said, like Fox Xanadu did. Yeah. Or for Xanadu. You got experience points. Yes, so, you did get experience points. In the Famicom, it's anger. It's not experience, <laughs> it's anger points. Which, when you hit 1,000... Yes, you, you level, you get more level health. up, you get more health. You know? And as you go on, when you start killing humans... Nothing like a good amount of anger to make you more healthy, is there? Yeah, you don't, you don't, don't become any more powerful. Angry. Yeah, I get yeah. proper healthy. No, when you kill more uh, humans, you then start picking up uh, machine guns, uh, but arrows, bows. I don't think I got that far. I definitely got bow and arrow, but everything other than the knife seemed to be quite a tight supply of. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
But everything's fine. It's that side scrolly stuff. It's all good. The combat stuff. The the uh, navigation aspect. I had to draw a map out. So if you'd have seen me playing this on Twitch, I drank about a bottle and a half of wine. So if you'd have stuck around till the end, it'd have got, I, I can't remember turning it off for that. <laughs> it'd have got drunk, <coughs> drunk gaming. I, I started drawing a map out because there's some stages where you can, where you'll go, there's where you'll go like north or south. Yeah, and that takes you through to a new east and west. Yeah, yeah so you've got like a little arrow on yeah. the floor, aren't you, with yeah. up or down, and, and you can go up or down. And on if them you go arrows. east or west, you eventually come to a typical invisible wall where you can't go any further. Yeah, yeah. but sometimes if you go, let's say, left or east, west, and then go west again, you're not where you've just left. So not all, it's just really the, the yeah. navigation is, is really disjointed. While, while I was playing but, it, I was thinking about our last episode mm, where you were asking about maps. maps. How do you feel about maps? This game needs a map. Mm. It even tells you to look at your map. <laughs> and there's there is no a map in it, <laughs> and that's what really annoyed me. Right, what what button combination do I need? When you remember when when we were first doing this podcast, we played Batman. You were on a dry run. Yeah, you couldn't figure out how to use the is because it was a select yeah, button. Yeah, you just press select button and it changed yeah. weapon. Yeah. Well, in this, I'm like, oh, select, because that changes my weapon. Okay, so pause it, hit select, still changes the weapon. Okay, pause it, hit A and B. Where's my, how do I get my map? I want to see You've got my no map. map. You're in the no, jungle, man. You're Rambo, you don't need one. Troutman gives him a map in the film <laughs> and in the game, he says, look at your map. <laughs> you should have a map. <laughs> I agree. Well, I think we've hit upon the. A sticking point for you, though. <laughs> but I, I think you should yes. save this now for yes, your review. I, yeah, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> the, yeah, so the that's the way you navigate around the levels, up and down, for north and But south. it's yes. very, 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 very much, which you wouldn't expect from a Rambo game, it is very much an adventure game yes. rather than an action game. Rather than a... When like, I saw the screenshots of it, I thought, here we go, Green Beret or... Um, Russian attack if we that's what, yeah any of I, them I type that's of things what I'm, that's yeah. what I'm getting here that's I'm what getting I thought as well but I, you're not you're getting for Xanadu I was expecting Contra yeah yeah, yeah that exactly, would make yeah. more sense wouldn't it yeah. Yeah. just throw a load of em- enemies on the screen and at the end he has to take down an helicopter with a with a rocket launcher I'd have been happy as fuck with that. Yeah, but obviously, <laughs> in, if you're going to follow the film, yeah. that's not how the film goes. No, he sneaks exactly. around, he's got his bone yeah, out. Yeah, but and Ro- Robocop the game isn't how Robocop the film necessarily goes, but True. that format works perfectly for it. They could have just yeah. taken that kind of approach. I yeah. think they made a mistake in by, by tying themselves too to the closely script, to the really script of the closely yes. to the film. I think we're getting too caught up in what we need to talk about later. Right, yeah, well, yeah. let's move on then. Let's go to, what is it called? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you drive the cultural interlude, okay, Mr. Gill yes. Senior, as is the way. This is the way. It's a shame we couldn't talk about Rambo much, but that is it. Yeah, yeah there's so, not a lot to it, is there? No. If you've so, seen the film, it's a bit like that. <laughs> so we will go. I, just before, I didn't expect Cor to die when I saw the because I'd not seen the film originally. Oh, that's where he's. That's where he's red bandana comes yeah. from and it tears a piece of a dress and like oh, the origin yeah. of Rambo's red bandana there's always a, there's always a, an emotional death and the mm. pendant he's got where's the pendant that yeah. looks really ill-fitting for him like, don't fit him does it no no it's come off a small tree trunk neck right anyway cultural interlude so before we get into actually what we thought about Rambo you might have picked up on it in our earlier discussion about <laughs> the, the game itself it was only a minute ago 
Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is you might have picked up how we felt about All it. Right. All right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's check what was going on at the time of the release in terms of UK music, films, What, what was the time games. of the release? December the 4th, 1987. Oh, Christmas, Christmas again. again? Why is everything Christmas? No, because. Oh, we'll be tied. What do you mean, no, because? Well, you'll see. Okay, go on. So, then. holding on to the number one spot is Tapao with China in your hands. <laughs> Now, I what I don't know how to learn. That's correct, Carol Decker. I went and looked on something about Tapau. This was uh, not that. This was, uh, I think, arguably their biggest single. Yeah, that everyone remembers. What else did they do? They did uh, a heart of something or other. Give a little bit of heart and soul. There you go. That came before this, but Tapau. We used on a Peppy Jeans advert, and that's in America, and then that kind of broke them. Okay. But. I, I watched some BBC documentary where she was talking about the 80s or specifically 1987 and she seemed to claim that she did that she invented rap <laughs> is it heart and soul where she walking through the street dun, 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 she talks like that but because she's playing it quite straight faced I think she's actually taking the piss right but Wikipedia says that it claims in writing it looks like she's claiming but Debbie Harry had done it in Rapture years ago <laughs> It's something, you know, there is Everyone a Everyone knows Debbie Harry invented rap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, she can't lay claim to that. No, no. definitely not. And at number two was uh, George Harrison. He, he, he was in a band called The Beatles or something. With... I got my mind set on you. I got my mind set on you. It's got a great video of that, hasn't it? It's like no, a haunted house. Every, yeah, all it's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. But did you know it recover? Uh, I did not know it was I a cover. I did not know it was a cover. It sound, I mean, doesn't sound very It's like a Caribbean-style 19... I mean, I, I was acutely aware that he's don't really write that much. <laughs> it kind of would oh, be I obvious. I don't know. You could argue he wrote one of the best Beatles songs. Well, you could if he actually did. But who oh, knows? you're saying he didn't? Well, no, he's, well, he's because he's dead. He'd probably give him it, didn't they? Oh, fucking hell, George. Shut up moaning. I know you don't get enough money. I know, I'll tell you what, you can have this one. It's really, really good. What about... <laughs> Which one are you referring to? While my guitar gently weeps. That yeah. was him, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then Ringo went, can I have one? Then you can have Octopus's Garden, you dick. <laughs> Yellow submarine. <laughs> <clears throat> but they also did My Sweet Lord, but in fairness, he's just saying My Sweet Lord a lot. Was was while my guitar gently it's a Beatles song, was it? Mm. Yes. Oh, you know that. I thought it was and here comes the sun. Here comes the sun as well, he did. Didn't do do. Well, unless you mark it you don't believe he did. No, no, maybe he did. Or do maybe you believe Paul McCartney's dead and this is just a, oh, a no, copycat? I'm, I'm not right bothered. I'm yeah. a musician, everyone like bums Beatles. I just all right. Of they of those old era bands, for me, the Kinks are the ones that were the best and probably most influential for me. Yeah. Personally. The Kinks by a country man. Well, they were a bit later, weren't they? A little bit, yeah, yeah, but they had a bit more going on, didn't they? A yeah. bit more fucking air on the balls. <laughs> Jumping up from ten to number three this week. <laughs> Moving on. Was the Proclaimers <laughs> with when you go, would you send back a letter from America? Take a look down the real track. Is that racist? I think at worst it's just xenophobic. We're all right. I don't think, as a Scots, a race. <laughs> well, that's why I said I think it's just I don't xenophobic. Know. I'll ask my grand. Ah, oh, she's dead. girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know the um, Everly Pregnant Brothers from Sheffield? Yes. They've turned that into Giacomo. 
Giacomo. <laughs> they make clothes for fat fucks from America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Could pregnant brothers out there. Shout out to Pete McKee and his art. Because he's listening. Yeah, because he's. So that's your uh, singles, albums, chart, albums, charts, album charts. Chart the charts with the albums on it. Chalbums. Yeah, Chalbums, the UK number one album. Now that's what I call music 10. Christmas. Coming up to Christmas. <coughs> I had this one, tell me what's on it. I've picked three songs from this because I'm not going to shout them all out. I think I had this on a double cassette. Carol <laughs> Fielka with Hey Matthew. Hey, hey, Matthew, what do you see? I said, hey, Matthew, where do you watch your TV? I loved that song. <laughs> do you know what I thought? I thought he used to say, hey, Matthew, don't buy cigs. I see the A-team. <laughs> Night Rider. Yeah. I want to be an astronaut. It was brilliant. Uh, Heart with, how can I get you alone? Bit uh, seedy, that, innit? A bit rapey. <laughs> well. I'm going to get you alone. Maybe she just wants to kill. I don't know. the. Li- I've not analysed the lyrics properly, but maybe she just wants to get him alone to murder him or her, depending on which way you want to go. So you're saying it's murder, not rape. <laughs> That's better. I-, I can live with it now. Well, they're often, they often, they sometimes go hand in hand. She might have them both. Why not both? Yeah. Well, yeah. In which order, though? And <laughs> we'll leave that hanging. Uh, and Johnny hates jazz with I I don't wanna be a hero. I don't know how anyone. I mean, I'm not a fan of jazz, but if you're gonna proclaim you hate it, at least do something better than it. Yeah. And at number nine was Fleetwood Mac with Tango in the Night, which featured. Well. I prefer Fanta in the Day to be That's honest. That's the album ah. which featured. <laughs> tell me lies, tell me sweet I love the lies. Album, Oh, but I don't re- don't recall that one. Right, well, I'll put a link to the video as I always do, and you should see um, John McVie's sweater because they're all hanging around a farm and they're all fading in and out like eighties style, ghostly in and out. And they're not ghosts, but it's just like we can we've got a fade in and out tool on his video, and he's just like wearing a, like the kind of sweater that Giles Brambles would wear, just walking around this farm. Fair enough. And Mick Fleetwood's eating some. Uh, like uh, urns, milk urns or something. I think I might have. Have I, have I got some acid? Have I took some acid? It's all on it. See where pod goes there. <laughs> Christ, yeah. <coughs> and films, films. Number one film. Uh, right, hang on then. Right. So I've got three films down here, Daniel. How many out of these three will you see? None. I'm gonna plump for none. Okay, but I haven't read forward in the notes, so I don't know what's coming. Well, let's. This is going to be a surprise. Uh, number one, Inner Space with Dennis Quaid, Martin Short and Meg Ryan. That's a 10 out of 10 from me. I'm Quaid. No, no, I haven't seen no? that. Fantastic no. Voyage, isn't it, really, it, remake, but in a way. It's a lot better than Fantastic Voyage, yeah. though, isn't well, it? Well, it's comedy, isn't it? Is that something to do with Spielberg? Is that something good he's done? <clears throat> well, it's Joe Dante. Ah, right, I was going to say, because it's good, isn't it? Well, Joe Dante did Gremlins, Gremlins, I think, before this, which Spielberg produced, so we don't want to hit your Spielberg trigger, do we? No, well, that's why I was quite surprised, because I like Inner Space, so, and I seem to remember his name being on it, so he probably just produced it, didn't he? Yeah, rather like than, he produced uh, Poltergeist. Rather than ruin it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Beverly Hills Cop 2. Uh, Another great yeah, film. I think I've seen that. That's the one with the alphabet killers. Directed by Tony Scott. Old Ridley's brother, who sadly threw himself from a bridge. 
didn't he? Killed himself a few years ago. How do you throw yourself know. sadly? Calamity. I think it's sad I'm that really he threw unhappy. himself. Well, he probably was sad, yeah. Oh. You're not gonna, unless he jumped for joy. <laughs> <laughs> Oops! Oh, we did it with that one. Yeah. Yay! Oh, God, no. Yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs> Which uh, that stars uh, Eddie Murphy, Beverly Hills Cop Two. Yes. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah. So Judge Reinhold and uh, Jürgen Prochnov. Oh. And uh, number Nielsen. five, a film I've forgotten. not seen. Go yeah, on. Bridget Nielsen's in Beverly yeah. Hills Cop Two. Yeah, she yeah. Is, she's she? the bad biatch. And at number five is Witch of the Eastwick. Great film. Which that. Uh, nope. stars Jack Nicholson. Cher and Susan Sarandon and Susan someone Sarandon else. with ginger hair in her in a 30s. <laughs> Fucking hell. God, you should watch it now. Yeah, yeah. in fact, that's, that'll, that'll help me with rib pain. <laughs> Who directed it? I've got no idea. Steven Spielberg. You will be nicely surprised that it was George Miller of Mad Max and Babe and Mad Max Fury Road. And oh, Mad Max was it? Yeah. All right, yeah. Babe. Yeah, he did Babe. The pig film. Mm. And Happy Feet. That'll do, pig. <laughs> yes. There's your films. Right. But well, we're a gaming podcast. One for three. So one for three. Which, yeah. which did you see? Beverly Hills Cop 2. Two. Well done. I think I watched them as a kid. But we're a gaming podcast. Ding, So what ding. were we playing in 1987? What were you playing when you were one, Daniel? You were playing well, Ship Me Nappies. Well, 1987, I was two. No, okay. So far, yeah. so he's moved uh, on. He uh, would yeah. just piss his pants then. <laughs> yeah. In this month's CBG issue 74... The CMVG hits this month. From Elite comes Thundercats. Oh, I really like that game. It's on all the 8 bits. And coming out on top, according to CMVG, was Amstrad. All you Amstrad haters. With nines across the board. Nine for all the categories. Was it Amstrad I played it then? Because I thought I played it on Amiga. You may have had an Amiga shortly after this, but it was like a side-scrolling thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a really good game. Platform is side-scrolling a very, very, platform. very good game, certainly. Doesn't ring any bells we played for, this for me, that one. Quasimodo does. Uh, and according <laughs> to <laughs> CMVG, <laughs> if you like arcade games, Rastan Saga and Rygar, then you're going to want to add Thundercats to your collection. All the versions are well wicked. Oh, God. And uh, I reckon it could soon uh, collect the same cult following as Ghosts and Goblins. <laughs> it's not really cult, is it? But, uh, and we can't wait for your hints, uh, sorry, maps and tips to start flooding in because it was quite complicated. It, it Very much like Rambo. Lots of running around. I just remember really liking it. I remember getting a lot of mileage out of it. I played it a lot. I had it on the Amstrad, yes. No, I definitely, definitely, definitely had it on the on the Amiga and the Amstrad because when I got the Amiga version, I was like, oh, wow, this is the future. This, yeah, look at this picture of Mumra because there's a big, there's a bit in there where there's a big screenshot of Mumra with like some words coming underneath it. Or maybe that's only no, on I the Amiga. No, I think that's the opening scene. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but I can remember being quite impressed with the sprites because the sprites were really big and it was one of those Amstrad games that were clearly a Spectrum part but it sounds like they, they, they thought it were better than the Spectrum, but you can just see it's all monochromy colours, all fine lines. Mm. But they were impressed with it. Next, Nebulous on the mm. Commodore 64. Uh, again, I had this on Amiga. And I Spectrum. remember playing it on your Amiga. It's a good game, this one. It's, it's a little frog game, that runs it? around the tower. It was harder than my knob when I see Suzanne Saraday, which is a piece <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it were hard. It were rock hard. Yeah, I remember playing it. Was Nebulous, it? not your cock. 
<laughs> yeah, this is, this is taking a turn. Yeah, it? I thought I'd stopped young enough for you to forget that. <laughs> You've suppressed those memories. You've just unlocked those memories. Yeah. <laughs> Two-year-old. This therapy session. But yeah, it, it was tricky, but it was... It was very hard. I, it, I can remember you having it on the Amiga and it looked... It, it were pretty, wasn't it? And it, it and, looked really pretty. And the way that the little the thing rotated round and everything, it were, it were really nicely. It's almost like a little Amiga froggy version. creature jumping up, He's isn't a it? Frog, but yeah. does he... He doesn't move. Does the it, tower moves. The tower oh, rotates yeah, round and he stays yeah. central, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to remember what that game's been called for years. Nebulous. Nebulous. Well, yeah. Um, but then this little, I seem to remember a shoot em uppy bit in it. I can't remember. Maybe I'm wrong. Hmm. Um, but know. yeah, it was good and it was hard. Well, I think that mechanic has been used in other games that have shoot em up bits where you're jumping yeah. around towers and stuff. Yeah. Well, it looks very impressive here from the screenshots on the Commodore 64. <clears throat> oh, yeah, it still looks good on Commodore there, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I really enjoyed that game as well. Was it Houston? Hudson. Hudson. Was it Hudson? I don't was know. It? I should have probably put that in the notes. Maybe. Yeah. What kind of research is this? Came, that's one of the ones I got with the Amiga. I got that and Star Ray and something else. Arcades. Yes. The arcade section. Operation Wolf from Taito. Great game. Up. I yeah. can remember when it came out in the arcade and it was absolutely... You were blown away by how... I really looked. Well, I, <laughs> so I know was, that sounds ridiculous. I was blown away for about ten seconds, and then I got a black eye because I put my eye right at gun, and the kickbacks twatted me in the face. <laughs> so how old were I at this point? Ten. It hurt. Eight, yeah, eight, I seven, cried. Yeah. It was bad. Well, according to according to CMVG, uh, Operation Wolf is a powerful game. It'll smack you. Well, you're say, give me a black eye in real life. I'm one so. of the fast. I'm one of fast action. Requiring a good aim and swift reflexes. You're right with Nebulous Houston. 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 Not but Hudson. Houston. It's I they recently did Operation Wolf on Ten Pence Arcade Podcast and they've got one at Arcade Club. It's solid. Absolutely rock hard. Just Still. a minute though. Well you're nosing, sorry to interrupt. Yes. See if there is a bit where he ends up in a submarine shooting shit. I'm sure there is. Well the, I was just looking at the cover art shows a submarine. Yeah, and I'm like that bears no resemblance to a frog going up a tunnel. But no, I'm, a tower. I'm, I think don't you get to the top of the tower and the tower collapses, and then between the next level, like you're not, you're not. I might be confusing it with something else. Might be doing what wife does. Which could you got that film we watched with that secret agent in who got angry and turned into a green thing, and then um, <laughs> once he has reached the top of the tower, Pogo needs to enter a door to trigger the tower's destruction mechanism. After that, the tower crumbles to the sea. Pogo then boards his submarine and enters a bonus stage Wait. where he can shoot various kinds of fish to score bonus points. Yes. You're not losing your marbles, Mark. Yeah, I was right. <laughs> right, sorry. Everybody, on, everybody so. likes being right, doesn't it? It's good. It makes <laughs> you feel good. And over in the preview section of the arcades is Street Fighter. The original what? Street Fighter. Street Fighter yeah. 1. Street Fighter 1, right. So It's not up to much, is it's it? It's not, is it? It's not, but Capcom Street Fighter is yet another of the martial arts genre with some huge sprites. The characters are amongst the most realistic... I've seen, and the action is intense. At least it is when you've mastered the controls. It's a one or two player game, and you must smash eight mean looking opponents from Japan, Japan, USA, <laughs> England, it, China, it? and Thailand. Each game is won by winning the rounds, blah, 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 blah. The cabinet comes as a standard upright with the usual joystick and button controls, or a deluxe version, which is much more fun. 
Because, presumably. Uh, yeah, but they didn't go on to... Then they went, explain they why. Went to, and then they went on to talk about Road Racer from they were, Euromax. Were they not touch-sensitive buttons? They the were pads. Pressed, you, you had to hit the pads. It, the hardy, yeah. But you'd think yeah. if you're going to say the deluxe is more fun because... Because of this reason. But it's just more fun, the deluxe one. They must have just editor or trimmed it out. Well... Multi-format charts is uh, the top 40 Woolworths computer software November 1987 <laughs> chart because Woolworths. obviously this... What, what could you get in Woolworths? <laughs> We've been through this. Woolworths. Sweets, Woolworths. Whatever you wanted. I got thrown out. I got barred from Woolworths. Why? That's an achievement. <laughs> For giving aid. Because away. when you're kids, yeah. When you're kids, you go in and you... Browse computer. You browse, used to browse on computer. You just spend just, ages in shops, wouldn't yeah, you? You, would. you just go read books, read magazines. Are you buying that? Spend, no. no. Like, yeah. I look like I'm made of money. I'm so because seven. we were about thirteen, probably, and just browsing, and we were good kids. We weren't thieves. We didn't nick out. I once stole an Arctic roll from Tesco's, but we'll save that for a different episode. <laughs> and um, cool. Yeah. And I got a bit gobby going, we're being watched because the guy who worked in the Wakefield branch of Woolworths was keeping an eye on us, but we weren't doing out. I just were being arsed because I didn't want to be watched because I weren't going to steal out. And then he just come up and went, no, you're not, you've been thrown out. I went, oh, get out of Woolworths. <laughs> Woolworths? Woolworths. Bad from Woolworths. <laughs> Put that on my CV. <laughs> yeah. So got, anyway. I got chucked out of a Disney in- store in York. Why? Because I was on a school trip and in front of the, they had a big projection screen with films on it. They had a massive pile of teddies in front of it you could buy, which picking teddies up and throwing them to projection screen and then watching them tumble down the big pile of teddies. At least you deserve to get thrown out. Probably. I would just being a cheeky twat. Fun though. Woolworths Top 30 Computer Software from November 1987. Bear in mind, it's a November, it's December the 4th, so we still had the November edition on the shelves. Yes. Yes. I'll work backwards through the top 10. Super Sprint by Activision. Yep. Wonderful. Excellent by Hewson. Don't mean out to me. Nope. World class leaderboard by US Gold. The amount of time I've game. sat watching the Amstrad draw a screen of golf. I know. The thing was with that game, though, if you remember, most Amstrad games on the counter used to go to about 120. And then if they were a really big game, they might go to 150, 160. And I distinctly remember leaderboard golf went to 47. It took no time at all to actually load the game up. But then when you came to play the game, it took you about 10 minutes to draw a course, didn't it? Yeah, Yeah. you just sit there It was a good game, though. Yeah, I'd played the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah, it was a really good game. But uh, Bubble Bobble. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's good. Uh, Against, it's here, against a Firebird. Firebird release it, did they? On the Must spectrum, uh, Taipan from uh, on the spectrum, Renegade by Imagine on the Commodore 64, which was Boom. brilliant. And I will fight anyone who tells me the Amstrad owner that the Amstrad is not the best 8-bit version of that game. Renegade, it was a really good version of Apart it. Apart from the Blue Blood, but you had a key combination where you could unlock the Red Blood. I oh, just run a ruler down it. That's it. You used to lay a 30 <laughs> centimeter ruler on the keyboard, and you'd just eventually unlock the Red Blood. Mercenary on the Spectrum. Renegade again on the Spectrum. That's cheating, man. Yeah. yeah. World-class leaderboard again. But at number one from US Gold was Indiana Jones. Which one? I God knows. He doesn't say. No. Indiana Jones. Spectrum. I'm assuming it's Temple of the Doom. It will be one. Yeah. It? Temple of the Doom. These, that was the Temple good, of the Doom? That was the only good one, really, wasn't it? Until I Fate of Atlantis. I play Last Crusade. Because Last really Crusade was like a side-scroller. Yeah. So... 
inflation calculator. Because, oh my goodness! Because your because game. How long does it take to inflate a, a bounce castle? That's not the kind of calculation I'm doing. You shitting me? No. Um, <clears throat> your game's there. You've got nine ninety nine for world class leaderboard. Yeah. yeah. So, what year was that? Eighty seven. Yeah. Was that cost in twenty twenty? They'll have been a big box. Twenty nineteen. Twenty eight pounds. It's about right then, isn't it? About 30 quid. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's about the price of a PC game now, isn't it? Yeah, I'll balk at paying £2.50 for Hyperlight Drifter. What world are we living in? And, uh... You look at... I, I nearly got Desperados 3 from Steam the other day. And I thought, oh, it's 15 quid. <laughs> I did. But you I think a lot Just get of, everything off Gamivo. Yeah, but, well, even so, you'll it'll, it'll might be th- it might be £11 might be or something if you get a CD key of some description. But um, I think the problem is, is that You've got that much choice, and unless you're going to buy, you, you if you're going to buy it, you've got to play it, haven't you? Yeah. And what you tend to do is now everything's within your fingertips. Game. Well, I was going to say you've, you've got access to my Steam catalogue. There's, yeah. there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of stuff in there because when they used to do the Steam sales, they weren't they they were so ridiculously cheap, and the bundles were thrown together. Yeah, I'll have them forty games for hundred quid. You know. And how many do you play out of that forty? No, dear, none. <laughs> yeah exactly I think yeah. what I'd like to get next I think on my list even though so that's the game's cover but just as an aside I think I might pick up Hades which is your latest uh, yes I saw the ad for that and it looks a bit tasty it's doesn't your latest it? from Supergiant of Transistor and Bastion and Pyre um, oh. worth it oh that's your cultural interlude how about some news <laughs> Ruben Mamoulan, Mamoulian, American movie director and author, The Mask of Zorro and Applause, dies aged 90. Okay. Defending tennis champion Ivan Lendl of Czechoslovakia wins third straight season <laughs> ending ATB. Ivan, you can't think everybody went into each other, so he died defending <laughs> Czechoslovakia. No, no, no. Ruben Mamoulan, American movie director and author, The Mask of Zorro and Applause, dies at age 90. Defending. End story. Full stop. <laughs> Defending champion Ivan Lendl of Czechoslovakia wins third straight season-ending ATP Masters Grand Prix tennis title, defeating Mats Volander of Sweden, 6-2-6-2-6-3 in the final at Madison Square Gardens in New York City. And IBM ships the first copies of OS2 Standard Edition 1.0. <laughs> Have you ever used IBM? I my um, first, the first PC I ever bought, I'll show my age now, was I, I specifically wanted a 486DX266. That's what I wanted. That's what I went to Dixon's, Dixon's for to buy with my dad. Yeah. And obviously been inexperienced, I think I'd be 16 or something. I wanted it for games mainly, but also my college work. Went and asked for that. So this is all I want. Because things were simpler back then, and I'll go buy a 16-bit Sound Blaster card, and boxed it all up, brought it home, had OS2 in it, with nothing. I'm like, this is. So I spoke to some tutor at college, and he said, "Well, you might just want to take that back and explain trading standards to them." <laughs> so we got it back, and I went and got that compact one that I ended up getting. Hmm. So yeah, OS2. It's like, I can't, what am I going to do with OS2? I don't don't even know what OS2 is. Is that a rival to DOS? Windows, to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it couldn't... Uh, I, I remember you 486. I remember playing games on it and using DOS and having to yeah. tap in little commands to make DOS play yeah. the games. Seventh guest on CD. Gabriel Knight <laughs> crashing at the opening scene every time unless you run Gabriel the diagnostics Knight, yeah. on the Sound Blaster 16 to kick it in. 
As soon as it made any noise, Gabriel Knight. Bleep. Was that Gabriel Bleep. Knight, the one with the FMV in it, about the werewolf? No, the first one, the that one New Orleans. The, that one with the FMV in it about the werewolf was very, very, very good. I love the seventh guest. You had some double CD Virgin game yeah. where you walked in some weird house that was owned by some. I've still got it. <laughs> the, loft, the loft of treasures. So yeah, that's your news. Anything? Do you remember? Do you know Ruben Mamoulan? No. Mamoulan? Mamoulian? Just to do with Bart, I won't know. No, I, I, Mask I, of Zorro. No, no, no. They're well old, aren't they? They're like all black and white things, I think. Are they that old? They? I presume they must have been old if he was 1980. Film. film. Author of The Mask of Zorro. Oh, wow. Claus. I didn't even know who wrote Zorro. Zorro about that. (laughs) Mamoulin man. (laughs) Tennis news, new military, Ivan Lendl. Do you watch that when you were It's a racket, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, he's on one now. Two gloves are whining and Zorro and tennis jokes are flying. Game set and match. This is the news. (laughs) This is the news. So, do you want a fun fact now or do you want to go and talk about it? No, let's have it, let's have it, let's have it. Sit down and strap in. His facts are like a slap. It's coming at you so, so fast. It's Dan's Fun Fact. Once you've beaten the final boss, the Flying Fortress... Who, by the way, is your man from... Del Monte. Is your man... Say, yeah, yeah. Is your man... Is your... It's Stephen... Bloody Polyakov or whatever, isn't it? Ooh. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. The bad guy, the Russian in Rambo. Is it Berkov? The yeah. same bad guy yeah. from Beverly Hills Cop. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Thank Please you. Yeah. We'll Stephen Polyakov is something else. Yeah. Mm. So once you've beaten the Flying Fortress, the game allows the player. You go back to the base, and you go and see Murdoch, like he does in the film. Mm. In the film, he shoots all the for no apparent reason. Shoots all the guns at all the all the um, machinery, doesn't he? Shoots all the computers. <laughs> Kelly went. Why is he doing that? I went. Presumably, so he's got no bullets left to shoot Murdoch. That's what I'd do if I was that angry. Once you've done that, you can go meet Murdoch, and you can throw a giant kanji character at him, as in you know the Japanese kanji letter um, for the word ikari, meaning anger. Ikari warriors, ah, anger warriors, okay. and you throw it at Murdoch, which inexplicably turns him into a frog. <laughs> why not? <laughs> well, why not? You've been fighting flying skulls and now here's the thing: if that had been the true ending of Rambo, that'd have been good, wouldn't it? You know, he goes in, he goes in, which I assume I might get my guns wrong, but it's an M16 possibly that he shoots that no, assault rifle. No, it's a, no, it's a much bigger thing. Oh yeah, it's a chain gun, isn't it? Because he wraps yeah. it around his arm, yeah. and then he shouts "Ikari," and Murdoch, and he goes <laughs> in his chair because he knows he's coming. He can hear him outside making right noise, can not he? Yeah. So he's like shitting himself well, in that chair, with his tie, yeah. pulling his tie yeah. nervously. Does it? A lot of things did I forget? Who George Cosmos or something directed Rambo two? He might have directed the first one as well. Not I sure. He did, but. There's lots of lingering shots in that film of just Murdoch and uh, Troutman just been looking in the distance furtively. <laughs> like lots of like real like you'd expect like some smelling the fart. Yeah, thing. The, you'd expect some like fast eighties chopping. You won't have it now in in modern films certainly. But Stephen Burkoff 
reminded me of Brass Island where he smashes the toy village in Brass Island. Have you seen Brass Island? Chris Morris's day-to-day Brass Island. And he smashes that toy village up to represent the dangers of heavy electricity. <laughs> I don't remember that. Heavy electricity is regularly flattening cattle in Sri Lanka. Basically, it's caused by sodomized electrons. Raining down tons of invisible lead soup. Gita is 15 years old. Powerful! And now, because of heavy electricity, she's only eight inches tall. 15 years old. And only, what, this tall? That could be your mother. <laughs> anyway, back to Rambo. Yeah. Final thoughts on Rambo, then. Um, I'll kick off. Yeah. Just because. Because you've had like, some wine. Yeah. Come on. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to kick off like Rambo does. But I've got my list here of likes and dislikes. Oh, in my yeah. organised oh, I'm, I'm back with my notes. Yeah. It's good, this. Dan notes. Yeah. <laughs> so what I did like about it is it somewhat followed the storyline. Well, why not? It's a movie tie-in. At least follow the movie. Yep. But a criticism of movie tie-ins is that they often don't. Yes. I yeah. also dislike the fact that it didn't follow the movie. <laughs> yeah. it either follow it or don't. Don't follow it a bit, then go have me rescue someone from a cave, which actually never happens a in a child film. of a big spider. I, I don't know. I didn't get that far. Well, I, I bounced off this game very quickly as well. Oh, like kicks. Um, I didn't. You said it played really well. I didn't like it. I, I couldn't it time. Right. I couldn't time shit. That knife to stab the bees and the and the the snakes that are coming at you the tigers that are coming at you. I, I couldn't time anything right well, no I didn't mind that the tigers no they could fuck yeah off. you can jump yeah, them tigers yeah, that's, that's, the, that's, that's the only way really the around a minute and the blue there's no blue tigers in Vietnam no is it in Vietnam of course it is yeah. <laughs> there's um, no yeah it was Vietnam the um, the music I liked the music that was it sounded very 80s oh, it was it's very proper, nice, proper, proper nice, nice music chip tune. but oh, repetitive as yeah. fuck after about 30 seconds you've heard but, it not as bad as on Yanko Town the, the music does play a very important part of knowing whether you're safe or in danger yeah. so yes. when you come in when you finally got to like say Co yeah and you've got to meet someone the music changes yes so you it know does that, you know whether you're in a safe spot or a, a danger yeah. spot because the tune changes yeah but mix it up a bit come on Put some scratching in. Hear it? Yeah. yeah drop a donk on it. <laughs> um, it's not Rambo, is it? It's mm-hmm. Rambo First Blood Part Two, but we've covered that. But still, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't say Rambo Part Two when you on the title screen. No, but it tells right, you Rambo it. isn't Rambo. There is no Rambo. No, there it's is, Rambo First Blood. No, yes. there is First Blood, and then there is Rambo First Blood Part Two. They're the proper titles. They're the, the proper movies. titles. So First Rambo Blood 3. is just called First Blood. I'm pretty isn't sure it? the artwork I've seen for the films is Rambo First Blood. Yeah, it's not though. The First Blood the was just called, called First, First Blood. Blood. Oh, yeah, right. they well, they Ramboed him after. Fair enough. I'll take that one back then, I guess. But, yeah. but still, if but you're yeah, going to call so it First Blood, Blood Part Two, was call, actually not, called Rambo. Call the game that. Call the game the same thing as the film. Have you not realised that Rambo has a bow as well? I don't think he rams anyone with it. He doesn't. But, well, he rams it. He fires bows at He fires arrows at He fires bows at Ram grenade. <laughs> yeah. Ram rocket launcher. <laughs> Ram gun. <laughs> yeah. So many missed opportunities. So mm. go on well, then. then. Get um, with the critique, bro. I don't think this is a. I don't think this is a Rambo game. 
I can't find any evidence of this in all the research I was doing. I don't think this is a Rambo game. I think this is something else. Re-skinned. They've reskinned and turned it into Rambo. I think that whoever developed it, packing games, was doing something they else. They should pack in making games. Mm, yeah. They were doing something else, and someone went, we could turn this into Rambo. And they went, uh, but I've got flying skulls in it. Wow, forget that. It is two years after the film as well. I, I don't. I don't think it's a Rambo game. Don't I think they turned it to make something like this. No. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't fully understand it. So I don't. I, I, I've got no evidence of this. I can't prove it. But that doesn't stop people on the internet these days saying whatever they want. So, so I'm going to say that. Yeah. So um, I didn't really like it. If I'm honest, um, I think there's better versions of it. As much as it gets panned, Link's Adventure is better than this. And also, there is Rambo for the 8 bits with a Z. I also played a different Rambo in my research for this. The one that's like Commando? The one that's called Rambo First Blood Part 2. From the 8 bits? Yes. I don't know if this was a hack or something uh, that no, I found. They, again, they, but they, it looked like, it looked more, he was much smaller. Mm. And you, you were in uh, a barracks and you were getting guns and you were shooting at people it was more like an actual Rambo these game dudes, you would expect these dudes did a game like that so they, like I said they did Rambo and Super Rambo that were like top down but they were it's almost it's almost difficult to work out who uh, influenced who from the 8 bits from the Rambo that you played on the Spectrum or the Amstrad whatever which is top down. That's uh, the one I remember. That's but, what I thought I would get into. But then into they here. developed some. This packing video developed a Rambo that looked like that as well. So I don't know who influenced who. But then out of left field, you've got this that we're covering on the Famicom. Oh. Yeah, I'm uh, sure. For those a, listeners, Daniel Gill Esquire. another Rambo. Which I started playing. Looks like Double Dragon. Looks like Double Dragon. Crossed with Metal Gear Solid, well, not Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear, um, and it played better. I played, oh. I, I enjoyed playing that for the brief few minutes I did when I realised it was a wrong game, more than this. Um, what I did like though was the was Rambo's face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, some of the, some of the yeah. artwork was brilliant. Some of the expressions when he dies on the menu. And they've got, yeah. they've got his It looks very mouth. Illuminator boat race, doesn't he? It looks like he <laughs> yeah, could take he him out it. of that and put him straight into being a character in that and yeah. he would fit right in. So I, I think there's better... And call him Ramboat. <laughs> ah. <laughs> nice. See what I did there? Yeah, it was good. I think there's better examples of this type of game. It's did you not, like it? No. <laughs> what you got? It's not really a movie tie-in. It's not, is it? It tries a bit. Um, how many Woolgas? Yeah, how, how dare you, Wool guys? I'm, I'm stretching it out. Can you feel? Can you feel yeah. the excitement? Yeah, the tension. Building up some tension. The, here. the tension is like Rambo's pendant. Five, by Five. average, straight mm, down yeah. the middle. It's. I didn't like it, but okay. I, I think I'm. I'm. I'm not willing to give it any less because I don't think it played that that badly. I just didn't. It, I couldn't get it, into it. It didn't hold my attention for long enough. So that's a bad thing. But then the whole time I was playing it and it wasn't holding my attention, I was thinking, this is like Fazanadu, but it's probably better than Fazanadu. I mean, you know, there's more going on than Fazanadu. I'm able to shoot more than Fazanadu. And then I thought, what score score did I give Fazanadu? And then I thought seven. And then I thought, there's no fucking way I'm giving this a seven. Fazanadu's got more depth. There's more story to it, at least. Yeah, a bit more depth, wasn't there? Hmm. Um, But I, I, I... 
I don't have much more to add because I think you've more or less summed it up. But I thought the controls were all right. I thought it were quite fluid and uh, and what have you. But yeah, I wouldn't go as low as five, but I wouldn't go as high as Fazana do. So it's six. Why has he got red pants? Why not? At what point in the film do you wear red pants? He don't wear red pants. He doesn't turn up at the uh, at the army base at the start. He doesn't kill a giant spider. He, and his body rotates. When he's running, it looks he like his torso spinning. <laughs> he doesn't stab a pelican. Uh, like a He-Man figure would spin around. Is there a He-Man figure where you could, his body spin around? Yeah, they one did. Of, yeah, one they one had one a little elastic yeah. waist. And that's what he looked like. And his legs look like sausages. In like, they look like tomato sausages. So what awoogas are you giving it then? I said six. six. I'll go <laughs> Sorry. six. Yeah. I didn't listen a minute ago. So I started playing the Japanese on emulation. And the opening, that once it comes up with Rambo it, say, it says before it says Rambo in the title screen it says rendered the feelings the heart with painful feelings what does rend mean well to render something like is rend, it though like plastic. I don't know I don't know exactly I don't know let find out it's got to be a word tear something into pieces so tear your feelings into pieces yeah and this on, is my last resort yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tear, tear the feelings the heart with painful feelings All right. it still makes no sense no, well he loses core doesn't he so maybe yeah, there's this his is heart star, this is, I like that word now I'm going to say it to kids shut it or I will rend you <laughs> I will end and rend you so when you first start playing I thought it was quite confusing that I, why why am I going to Troutman to then go get a weapon that I don't get a weapon just start the game don't but I thought, here we are, we've got some kind of adventure. And it's almost like they wanted to make an adventure game, but didn't have the guts to do it. But it's so close to the game, like we said earlier, that it adds, it's adding things. It's long enough, and then they, they throw the child yeah. section in, which is unnecessary, and big spiders and stuff. The, the mechanics are fine. They are. I, I didn't find them too far. I found, like I said earlier, the jumping arc of the soldiers is really frustrating. If you've only got your, your knife in your hand... They ju- if you it takes some perfect timing and then the soldiers on you moving left and right rapidly mm. and just knocking energy off you. But once you start picking up weapons, it's all right. But the map, or at least being able to intuitively work out where you are on the levels, is absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you go left on a screen, come back, go right, and it's a different screen you were in. You go sometimes north through to a screen and you bounced back about five or six screens away from where you were to like go, oh, you've taken a wrong turn. Or it's, it, it, it's, Bullshit. It, it needs a map. It, it should have a map. map. <clears throat> and this, yeah. is, this is, again, my point. I think they were developing something else and they probably would have put a map in it until someone come along and went, Turn that shit into John Rambo Part Two. I've just watched it. It's mint. <laughs> I've just watched it. It's mint. Two years ago, I got it out on video. Yeah, last yeah. Night. I've been down Blockbuster, got John Rambo Part Two, watched it, and it's fucking brilliant. Now turn this weird um, fantasy game you're making with flying skulls into Rambo instead. And- yeah, I don't know what those flying schools were all about. Maybe there is inner nightmares. Maybe there is traumatic. <laughs> there is demons. It's, there is Vietnam flashbacks. But Maybe. he doesn't have them flashbacks in that, in that one. No, no, he's, he's, he's down with it in mm-hmm. that one. And then uh, as I watched the playthrough to the end, they even scrimped on, they could have had, and because the ending, spoilers if of a 30, 40 year old film or whatever, the ending, he's being chased in his little helicopter with prisoners of war by the gunship, isn't it, that Stephen Burkhoff's flying, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. Yeah. And he crashes it and then he fires the 
the rocket launcher through the broken windshield bit conveniently. Like, like you get it right. Stephen Burkoff, it goes, it does what all like bad Bond villains do, where it's like. Rather than just, if you're in your gunship, you won't land it and walk to see if you've killed him. It don't, you it just, don't get out. It just sits, it's about to blow him up, isn't it? Yeah, but just do it. And then he gives Rambo the opportunity to... Well, he's... he's some bad villain things. Have no, he's watched, sucking it up, isn't he? Have you watched Shazam? Yes. Yeah. I love that bit at end where he's like doing his bad villain speech and he's going... Kaya! <laughs> like two miles up and two miles away from each other. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> but but the, what I'm saying is that they missed an opportunity there to have uh, like a flying section. Mm. But like you say, if they were developing this and it wasn't going to be Rambo, and what you end up doing is you, you throw grenades at the gunship, which is kind of what he does. So but much in. of me hunted and wanted to find what game this was supposed to be. Someone out there who developed this game knows what, knows it, should what it was. And it wasn't Rambo. No. It wasn't. Well, back sound of it, it was Elder. <laughs> the played Zelda. This is good. It I'll is try and Z- make it. Zelda two telling you, but yeah. the map the map breaks it. The the navigation or, or just whatever word I'm looking for. The the walking aroundness is mm. broken. The adventuring. It, yeah, and it's I, if I've got to get, well, in fact, we did this in the eighties. But if I've got to get a piece of paper out and draw where I'm where I'm going and loop back arrows. Yeah. This ain't Seabell's Delta, boy. Yeah, this exactly. is an action yeah. game. This isn't the 299. Yeah. But, but Metroid had a map. Yeah. And that um, was before this, wasn't it? No idea. So what's your score then? Yes, I think what's the scores was. on the doors? Uh, the score, my score is... I don't... Uh, it's a five. It's distinctly average, but broken. Ooh. Gorken. So it if is, they fixed it? it up, what do you think? If they'd have fixed it up, if they'd have bothered getting You'd have got it right. up to seven with Xanadu. Right. So you're a six... Two fives. Like a full playthrough takes an hour, an hour and ten possibly, and they know what they're doing. So that's, you're getting your money's worth. That's really interesting. Just looking at the scars and where this is putting it. It puts it, it beats Icky, and it puts it one point below for Xanadu. Right, which well, is about are. right then. Yeah. <laughs> and I scored for Xanadu a five. Did you? You scored for Xanadu a six. six. Oh, I did I? So I've given it equal to for Xanadu. You scored it a six. Right. I thought I'd given it a seven. No. Mm. Not, according to the, not according to the chart well in that in case I might review my order. score down to a 5 because <laughs> I wanted to give it one less well, than for Xanadu you can do and it won't affect its it placing still be in the it'll same still be position. there yeah. 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 so what could we have been playing Daniel Grill that's yeah. a very good question can you think of anything beginning with R springs to mind um, Road Rash Rocky and Bullwinkle Mm, I don't think they have Road Rash um, on the NES anyway pleasure you could have been playing RC Pro-Am from Rare oh, what a game that is we were talking uh, about Rare earlier yeah, yeah. it's um, it's your how rare a good game is from them yeah. it Nowadays. is an angled uh, radio controlled car racer alright no, think Revolt from the Dreamcast but in NES days think Micro Machines ah yeah an isometric nice. angle okay yeah Micro Machines on a Marble Madness um, Rad Racer. Rad I know Rad Racer. I to own me. Rad Racer. It's in the loft. Rad Racer was basically Nintendo's attempt at uh, doing Outrun. Um, so it looked like an F40, I think, if I get my cars right. River City Ransom. So I'd never heard of River City Ransom until. Are you going to give us a history? Oh, no, I'm not. Okay. But it appeared on the Switch, on the NES Online, on the Switch. Oh, did it? And it, there's a lot to it. 
Um, and the artwork's familiar. I recognise the artwork. It's a big head stuff. Yeah, big head, big fists, escapes, big feet. Um, Technos did Double Dragon. Did a whole series of games uh, called Kunio Kunio Kun series. So they've got these characters that are in River City Ransom, uh, volleyball games, etc. But it's what we know as Renegade. Ah, Looping okay. back to the charts. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. What yeah. became Renegade to us Westerners? Kunio Kun. Yeah. River City Ransom wasn't Renegade though. Hmm. It was a different, hmm. different game of the same characters. It's, have you played it? Hmm, it's very it's really, good. really, really oh. good. You can go into shops. You can buy stuff. Um, you like any uh, like Double Dragon Three? Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> Double Dragon Three again. I, I, can I give you a quick recommend while it's fresh in my head? Because I forgot to mention it earlier. My kid Riley is playing a game called Code Vein at the minute, and it looks absolutely amazing. It's supposed to be very good, right? But yeah, he's binging that in, and it looks proper good. Code so. Vein. Code Vein. Yeah. Is it the main vein? <laughs> yeah, you have to drain the main vein. Yeah. Right. Are we talking PC? Uh, I think it's on everything. Oh, okay. Well, look. I've seen I've seen your Steam pop up with that on <laughs> for now. Uh, Road Fighter, Road Konami. Fighter. Konami Road Fighter. It's a top-down like Monaco, like the original Monaco GP. Yeah. And but you've got to you go up this road and you've got to get fuel as you go. Mm, and I remember it's, this. It's great, and I've I've got it for Nez. It's it's in the loft of treasures. Mm. Russian attack, Green Beret. Hmm. Now, I didn't realise until a few years ago that it's a play on words, that, isn't it? Yes. Rush and, and attack. attack. Russian yeah. attack, which is what it was called in the States, and then we renamed it Green Beret, probably to tie into SAS or something. Right. So that's all your other R's. Well, there's plenty more, but that's the highlights. Massive R's. Huge R's. Huge R's. So what's your random greater got well, for us? We'll get him out, shall we? Yeah. He's a belligerent twat, isn't he? Shadowgate. Shadowgate sounds very fantasy. Sounds really? like I'm not going to like it. I can remember the cover from being in Boots or Woolworths. And <laughs> did it have a portcullis on it? I'm imagining a port no, portcullis. I don't know what was on it, but I can remember the, the title. I'm imagining a gate with a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> The actual font <laughs> used for the title, I think it was Illuminous Green. Okay, I'm, cool. I'm picturing, if I was designing, I don't know what the game is, I don't even know how it plays, but I'm, in my head I'm getting a fantasy game and I'm picturing a tower with a portcullis and Shadowgate written in the Castlevania kind of font. Mm, well, that, that's what comes to mind when I imagine that. Right then. So, that's that. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Pixel Hunt Podcast. Which episode? This episode. All oh, right. Our episode. If you want to reach out to us, you can grab us on Twitch or Instagram at Pixel Hunt Pod. Online at www.pixelhuntpodcast.com. You can go over to the website at www. <laughs> <laughs> do it I just twice. Covered that one. <laughs> Why not do the website oh, twice? <laughs> what, what? Why don't you send us an email instead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, it. yeah, sorry. Oh, you can send us an email at howdo at pixelhuntpodcast.com. Last word in professionalism. Until next time, <laughs> keep on keeping on. We're Pixel Hunt Podcast playing the game so you don't have to. Have to. Have to. Have to. <laughs> have to.